Welcome to Humor Resources, where HR gets funny. With the help of comedians, our HR pros, Leilani and Chrissy, are going to bring you all the crazy things that happen in the workplace. This isn't rulesy HR, this is fun HR. Humor Resources, because HR is funny. So we are welcoming you back to Humor Resources, and we're excited to have Tracy Esposito with us. Quick bio on her. She was born to be a speaker. She can be intimate, inspiring, vulnerable, where she feels most at home in the light of her audience's attention. Having started her career as a comedian since the early 90s, she's made her space amongst a tough crowd, performing at clubs in Manhattan and Staten Island. In 2002, she created a one-person show called Chicken Parmigiana, retelling of old times of how her dear mother died of cancer and how Tracy adjusted to the new reality. She had such success, she took the show to Los Angeles and wrote a screenplay in the same vein. Tracy Esposito was featured in the LA Times, the Daily News, Backstage East, NBC News, Fox News, CW News. Being no stranger to the camera, she has made appearances on Lewis Anderson's show on NBC, graced the scenes of Comedy Central, and contributed to a cable special with Robert Klein. In 2018, her TV plot of Chicken Parmigiana is currently being reviewed by the industry. Her role as a public speaker has special meaning for Tracy, who learned from her dying mother how to flourish amidst the pain of turning negative experiences into something to benefit others. Having mourned the death of her mother years prior to 9-11 and later facing the loss of the city she loved, Tracy found herself thriving most under difficult circumstances. She recognizes her life wouldn't be the same without the precious gift her mother taught her in the most desperate time. Welcome to our show. Thank you. Oh God, that was that was a lot. Sorry. <laughs> oh, don't apologize. How are you today? You know what? I am doing well. I'm really excited to meet you ladies and to do this. It sounds like so much fun from what you were telling me. Yes. I can't wait. I'm excited. I'm, I have no idea what our story is today. So I'm just overly excited about this. It's a mess. <laughs> oh so our story today is the ravenous temp. <laughs> right. Uh, and you want to take a guess, Leilani, of what this has to deal with? Yeah. I mean... Here's where my mind goes. Ravenous, I, it, it, it's either like a sexual thing or <laughs> like very hungry. Sure the same thing. So I don't, I, that's, that's, I don't know. I don't know. Thirsty, right. thirsty. I don't know which one it is. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're going to dive in and we'll see if you have guessed correctly. Yeah, yeah. So this story is posted from gregsavage.com um, and he writes, Every recruiter has a crazy recruiting story. I have hundreds. Bizarre recruiting behavior, shocking client manners, fee shocks, massive self-inflicted staff ups. But somehow candidate stories are often the best. This one happened a few weeks ago as I was in the room at People to Play Sydney when the client called with the news. It's not dramatic, it's not sensational, nothing terrible happened, but I have seldom laughed so hard. It is just the extraordinary mindset of a temp who would do this. It's simple, really. He was actually a qualified lawyer, but he had some dubious history, so the team thought they would try him out as a paralegal first. I know, we should have stopped at the dubious history part, right? <laughs> 
It was an important task, but low-level and non-challenging. What could go wrong, right? Matemp was grateful. The client fully briefed, all good, locked in. And then it happened. 11.30 a.m. on day one on the assignment. The client calls. Never a great thing. He is calm and composed, but the news is, is that he had to let the temp go on the spot. Fired. Our consultant was horrified. What, what did this guy do? To pick a fight, destroy the IT system, proposition the CEO, right? Ravenous. Right. Right. Nope. Simple. And tragique comédique. The temp on day one of his assignment had strolled over to the communal fridge and calmly eaten three employees' lunches by 11.30. He was confronted on this and seemed bemused. He thought the lunches were for general consumption. I have heard of temps being fired for a wide range of illegal, sexual, racist, drunken, and other behavior misdemeanors. But eating three co-workers' lunches, three, before noon, on day one. This is a top effort. Oh, my God. <laughs> before noon. That's pretty bad. I mean, that's... Yeah. That's hard. Have you guys seen Friends? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Have you seen where Ross, like, freaks out that his co-worker eats his sandwich? You ate my sandwich? <laughs> Yes, I remember that episode. Hilarious. All I could think of reading this. And I'm like, could you imagine? Like, I'm a foodie. I love food. I like when I was reading the thing about the chicken parmesan, I was like, oh, that sounds good for lunch. Maybe I'll have that. I think about I I go to bed and plan my breakfast. At breakfast, I'm planning lunch. I would be so mad if I had prepped my lunch and brought it and someone just casually ate it. Like the disappointment would be real. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I'm a foodie too. I love, you know, I used to have roommates where, you know, we had two other roommates and I, my olives got stolen and I had to call a meeting and I said, where am I? I like, I freaked out over olives. And, and since then, and that was 1998. Since then, if I'm with other people, I have to put my name on stuff, but I can, I, you know, I was a temp and I tell you right now, it was, uh, it was tough. You didn't have a name. They just called you the temp. <laughs> but whenever there was those big conference rooms where they would have like all these meals and then when everyone left there was there was leftover sandwiches and you know some of us temps would peek in and they would just say you know give the scraps to the temp like it was so bad <laughs> you know get the scrap. I mean they didn't like and I'm like I'm not eating that they say it like that but I was like dying because they look like some good roast beef yeah, so I could imagine that though, trying to eat someone's sandwich. He was probably really nervous and just just went for two lunches, but that's really bad. But three, but three of them. Three. Oh my god, three of them. Oh my god. He's and we total... don't even know. Like, are we talking like, like what if perhaps one of them was like a full chicken parmesan meal? <laughs> like, you're really going back for a second meal at like? My question is. Was this person high and had the munchies on their first day? A big. A workout person. You know, I mean, like, it's, it says it's a male. 
And I, I've known many men that can put back a lot of food. Mm-hmm. What, I mean, how much food is, it? I wish we knew what the meals were. Like, I really wish that that was posted so we could, so we could see like how much of an effort this really was. And how do you think in a fridge? Yeah, oh, like, this is just for anybody. Yeah. Like just eating the first one, I would feel guilty. If I were to do that, I'd be looking around eating the first one, but, but to go back in twice more and take other people's stuff. Like, did he not think it, is he going to pull the excuse? I didn't know it was theirs. I mean, come on. literally what he said, he thought it was just like a free for all communal for anyone. That's how did people- he get caught? Like, was he mid bite? And someone was like, uh, that looks a lot like my roast beef. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, that like, I think that's the same wax paper I have at home. Like, you know, like you're walking to the printer, you happen to look by, you do the double take, and you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> Did you take my food? Oh, man. But you know how you prepare food. Like, you, you're looking forward to that. Like you said, I'm looking forward to that. And all of a sudden, that expectation, and you, and you don't have it because someone else ate it, I'd be fuming because I'm a foodie too. I'd be filming. I hanger is real. I have the shirt. It oh. is. Whenever I get in the car and I know I have a long drive, I'm like, did you eat? Because it can get ugly if you don't eat and you drive. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. It gets worse. Like I said, I'm in my 50s. You heard her say my bio is doing it since the 90s. In your 50s. There used to be a time when you would skip a few meals in your 40s and be like, oh, I could do this. In your 50s, you can't starve. You can't do anything or you pass out and you, and you like die. You know what I mean? So like this is like perimenopause. I need food and I know when I'm really being bad. And people will say you're very hangry. And I'm like, you know, yeah, I think so. So it's like, it's pretty, it's pretty bad when you're hungry and you're driving. And you're hungry. Yeah. <laughs> How, okay. So I'm yes. in my mind trying to make up, I'm in my mind trying to make up three different meals that three people brought. Okay. So let's say one of them is chicken Parmesan. Am, am I saying that right? I got accused of saying, you are, you are, yeah. Chicken Parmesan or ch- either chicken Parmesan or chicken Parmigiana. It's two words. You could say either one is fine. I'm not Italian. I don't know. <laughs> you're looking, you're looking. Oh, okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I got ridiculed in New York when I moved there because I ca- I was a little Midwestern girl and I moved to New York and I said manicotti. <gasps> I called it cottage cheese. I mean, and you know, manicotti, I hear it two ways, manicots or manicottis. When someone says manicotti, I don't get that. I'm like, whatever, you know what I mean? But like, okay. yeah. Ricotta, mozzarella, I, I had no idea. I asked for the crotta and everybody laughed at me. And I was like, well, oh, that is so funny. I don't know. <laughs> So let's pretend one is chicken parmigiana or chicken parmigiana. Both are correct. Right. And then let's just put an obscure something that people normally wouldn't eat. Like, like a, like a tuna casserole. Not everybody likes tuna casserole, right? Some people love it. Some people like that's disgusting. Yeah, exactly. Right. And let's make the third one, like a half eaten sandwich. Mm. By the way, any of these items, let's pretend COVID doesn't exist. Any of these items in a Tupperware means that possibly the person's saliva is somewhere on that meal, whether they lick the, they put it in the Tupperware and they lick the fork and, you know, or a half eaten sandwich. I'm going to raise you one. Being in HR and being responsible sometimes for the clean out of the fridge, Mm -hmm. you don't know how long things have been in there. 
That is very true. Oh, like, yeah. You're legit. T- I mean, like, granted, there's always a sniff test, but on a tuna casserole? I don't know. Oh, mm. oh yeah. <laughs> welcome to welcome to the start of your day if you're listening to this in the morning with the choking down the vomit noises. You're welcome. Have a great oh, day. <laughs> this person had to eat not one, not two, but three of these big question marks. Mm-hmm. I just can't believe three times he went back in. And like you said, when you see, she just reminded me, when you see Tupperware, you know it's coming from someone's home. They don't supply Tupperware at the office. You bring in something from home. He didn't give, you know, he didn't care. I wish I had that sort of reckless abandonment. Like my OCD would be like, is your kitchen sterile? Are you clean? Did you wash your hands before you did that? Like, yeah. No, exactly. A certified food handlers class. I don't know. Like, but can I ask you something, ladies? Were you ever temps in your life? Like, you you know, I mean, you know, like they, you don't even get a name, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> my friend said she was a temp and the whole Xerox machine kind of like blew up or something blew up and they're like, oh my God, it has all these like chemicals coming out. Get the temp. <laughs> get the temp to fix this. <laughs> They don't, they don't, but still it doesn't give the right to for them to eat three meals. Well, let's, let's play devil's advocate. What if they were that rude to this person? What if they treated him like he was second class? What if they didn't, he's, he reminded him, I don't know if you know his name, call him Rob. He's like, my name's Rob. It's not the temp. And they're like, but the temp, and maybe he just got to the point where he's fuming. And then all of a sudden he's like, you know what? Screw you and all that food you have in the fridge. I'm going to try to stuff myself with all of it until I get fired. Bye. Like, I'm hungry too. Because I'm going through menopause and I'm hungry. So I'm going to be. But Chrissy, he, he, did, he, did, he did this before 12 o'clock. So they must have pissed him off. I was just going to say, like, what actually happened? I mean, it's <laughs> like the slight that, like, it says he's a qualified lawyer and they were making him be a paralegal. So maybe it was like the insult to injury of like, well, I'm a lawyer. You shouldn't yeah. be treating me this way. But at the same point, you took the job. So exactly. if you weren't comfortable with it, you shouldn't have taken it. So we'll remove that. But what kind of, I mean, we're talking like the worst of worst work environments if by 11 30 you are that peeved that you're like retaliating on people's sandwiches exactly let's what time did he start the earliest eight o'clock like like he really got in there you know what i mean he really took care of breakfast and lunch <laughs> right maybe dinner <laughs> i'm going with he had he had to maybe he was a little nervous that's took I, a little toke got himself high before work and then just couldn't focus and just was like, I need to eat or I'm, go- I'm going to get fired because. Yeah, I, I, I think maybe he saw all the work he had to do, not giving him excuses. Like he, he just got even more nervous and started, you know how people get nervous? They just, mm-hmm. yeah, like to do that, that's really, yeah, pretty bad. Very. Yeah. That's got to be a story that lives forever in that office. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Like you got to put your name on stuff. (laughs) Could you imagine new hire day? Listen, we had a very serious incident here. We need you to be aware of. Write your name on your lunch. (laughs) 
Don't ask me about the tail. It was very, it was a horrible day, but write your name on your lunch. Exactly. We have a temp starting Monday. Everyone bring in a lunch, put post-it notes, lock it up, duct tape, just put something in or bring your own cooler. Cause I don't know what's going to happen with the new temp. Or, like, or even on that side too. That's how they do like the interview for or the introduction for the new temp. Like, by the way, nothing in this fridge is yours. Don't yeah. eat it if you didn't bring it. <laughs> <laughs> if I was a temp, I'd be looking at the workplace like, yeah, got it. Like, yeah. You know, it'd be a fun office gift if you gave everyone like, like a roll of stickers and the sticker says, I licked this. And then oh. you just stick it on your Tupperware or your soda, you, which you'll have to lick the soda can. I don't people think those are dirty on But anyways, you lick the top of your soda can and then you put the little sticker on the, where you open it up and it says, I lick this. And then you get to decide the person stealing. Do you, do you want that soda? Do you want that tuna casserole? Because someone licked it. Well, let me that, tell you. At that point, you're that hungry. Oh, you can have my tuna casserole. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. Have a crazy work situation you aren't sure how to handle? Employees eating potatoes sexually at work? Underground fight club happening? Request for a horse therapy animal in the office? If so, Be The Change HR is your resource where you can ask any HR question you like, even the non-HR ones if you want, and be provided with the tools and resources you need to feel peace of mind. Visit BeTheChangeHR.org or call us at 949-220-2351 and sign up for your complimentary 30-minute consult to answer your HR questions. We promise we're fun to talk to. And by the way, the stories mentioned before are real. And now, back to our show. I think if I saw a sticker that said I licked this, I would just, I just shut the refrigerator door. Like I wouldn't even go in and, you know, especially was this, let me get something, Chrissy, was this before COVID this article or was it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Because even today you wouldn't even like go in the refrigerator and bring your own stuff in a cooler. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I like that. I lick this. Imagine just seeing a sticker saying I lick this. You'd be like, got it. I don't think he would have got it, though. No, I don't, I'm not the type of person. I wouldn't need the sticker. Like, I would not need. I'd be like, oh, I didn't bring it. It's not mine. Like, I don't naturally yeah. trust yeah. other people's food. Like, Yeah. So I'm imagining, though, the sticker is going to end up other places. Like, <laughs> the worker's back. I lick this. Or... I'm trying to think of other places people would put the sticker after that. And then because I'm, you know, I, I can, you know, let's pretend I came up with the idea and then later it becomes an issue. Like, Lamani, this is your idea. And there was an, I licked this sticker on insert crazy place in the office. People put the sticker. What on. if somebody put it on a chair and it actually like accidentally got stuck to someone's pants. So like they're walking <laughs> around with the, I licked this sticker on their butt. Like now it's like a whole different, exactly. whole different HR issue. Oh my god <laughs> uh, you know what i think we should write this down and start an etsy store uh with the sticker i like this for offices this is an amazing someone you know what i think it's a great idea but if it does end up in the wrong place <laughs> like you said the butt the bread i mean whatever right the butt exactly. hilarious because that could that could be a mistake you know what i mean Interesting. hr creates that i just lick this sticker is that like job security or what yeah <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm going to add this to the list of things I want to create in HR. So th the first one is a, a, a room spray, like it smells like lavender or something. And the label says, calm the fuck down. And if, if you just walk into someone's office when they're freaking out and you just start spraying it in the air and then show them the label and then like walk out. Like, 
going to therapy, calm down. The next item on in the HR store is going to be the I like this sticker. Perfect. Wow. I think instead of like a yoga room, you should have a calm the fuck down room where if someone's like losing yeah. their shit, instead of being put in timeout, you're like, go to the room. Yeah, yeah. go to the yoga room. Oh my God, that's funny. Yeah, go like to the yoga room. Lamp, red light, uh-huh. room therapy. If it's legal, no, I was going to say if it's legal, weed, but then that's <laughs> no. <it's about> <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So Tracy, here's how this works. We do a little section called what would you do? You can pick any role you would like. There are no rules. Take off HR brain, legal brain, whatever. You can be the ravenous temp. You're the sandwich eater or lunch stealer. You can be HR in the place. You can be a coworker whose lunch was eaten. Pick any role you want. What would you do if you were in this office when this happened? Okay, I would probably be, oh, I would, could I say what character I would be? Yes, please. Okay. Yeah, I would be the girl whose food was missing, you know what I mean? And, you know, and I would, because I've had this in my roommate situation and I, you know, I'm Italian. So if my food is gone, I'm going off. So I just would be like, I, I think I would go to every desk. I don't know how many desks there are, but I would like get in people's faces, you know, from New York. And I would be like, did you touch my sandwich? You don't know what went into that. Like, just like what Ross from Friends. Oh my God. Just like that. I don't even know. You know, like how they, they must've wrote that on a true experience, but I would be the one when you come for me, I'm going to go right for you. And I don't even know if I would go to HR. I would just probably want to do it by myself and just be going to each person saying, where's my food? Do you know what that means? I, and I, then I would start exaggerating, saying I have an eating disorder. I have to eat at a certain time. Now I'm going to pass out. Now I need a shot. Like I would just be like, you know, because when we get mad, we start throwing diseases in there. And oh, you got this, and I got that. And I'm going to pass out, and I'm going to kick your ass. And I, you know, like, so there would be a lot of, uh, it would be theatrical, as a, as an Italian person who's gotten their food stolen. That's funny. That, that would be, be yeah diseases in there you have hepatitis a b and c now <laughs> fuck you very much a few stds in there whatever you can say <laughs> i have hpv where's my sandwich you know what i mean like uh, <laughs> which i got rid of but whatever no so i'm just saying like you know i would be like i don't believe that you know so that's how my family is especially you know we've always been the type of people when when food like if someone invites you to a party and says i'm going to make all the food and then you get there and there's chips and dip you go okay who's hosting this party like you get in their face you're like you told me it was going to be gourmet food why is there chips and dip oh she hurt her leg i mean i i've been there where my sister's like get her on the phone my sister i was in la my sister's on the phone she goes get her on the phone i'm going to tell her how to throw a party she said some profanities my sister said you don't promise somebody food and then deliver chips and dip so we're pretty hardcore when it comes to food love that yeah i will also say being east coast and west coast there is a difference i've been to uh and maybe it's just an Italian thing. All of my yeah. friends, majority were Italian in New York. So who knows? Like, but like you would walk in the door and they were literally shoving food in your face. Like didn't matter anytime. Like you're too thin, eat more food. You need to eat. You need to have some more food, put some weight on you. And it's a different kind of food. Like when it's, when you're going for dinner, it is like a full seven course meal on a, on a regular day. Like it's not like a special holiday. It's just a regular day. 
Um, so I totally get the comment of like chips and dips don't fly. Like totally cool on the West coast. I'm great with it. Chips and salsa, guacamole. Like I can hang. Yeah, exactly. This was, yeah, I, I came in and I just was promised this. So it's like, Oh, I didn't eat that much that day. And I'm like, Oh, I'm just going to just splurge. And there was nothing to splurge on. And they said, well, she hurt her leg. And my sister's like, she could stir the sauce with one leg. I've done it. <laughs> okay. So- yeah, this is, yeah one leg Poor no leg. well my mother met my father like in the early 50s she goes oh they had this she went over for dinner for his house for the first time and he had this soup and she goes oh i just ate the soup she goes i didn't know six more meals were coming after that so i got what you said she goes then came the salad and then yeah. came the pasta then came the meat she thought it was just gonna be soup yeah you gotta i was i was definitely caught off guard you gotta prepare so if you are from the west coast and you go to the east coast be Joey, bring your eating pants. Be ready for a full meal. No yes. Matter. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is a great topic because, you know, everyone's got something with food. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Leilani. Yeah. Do you want to be the asshole HR today or yeah, be yeah. the change HR? I'm going to be the jerk. Cool. Go for it. All right. So Rob, we're going to call him Rob. Joey pants, big pants, Rob. Okay. So he <laughs> ate all the food. What would I do? I would be overly cautious and I would defend him. I, I need to know, uh, even though he's a temp, which is not even an employee of this company, but I'm going to call his temp service to make sure that he doesn't have any type of, um, either disability or need an accommodation for massive amounts of food. <laughs> Um, because he could possibly have when do they get past they pass out diabetes? He could have diabetes. I mean, he might have diabetes after eating all that too, but whatever. Um, so he may have a need to have food, and I would investigate that fully before even saying anything to him. I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt and I'm gonna uh, pry into his uh medical history and request to know if he has any disability because he needs to eat all the foods and then ask everyone in the office to be um, fully understanding of this um, and, and not get upset at him for not even asking permission and eating the food because he um, could possibly have a condition. That's what I would do. I honestly don't even feel like that's too much of an asshole HR. I kind of feel like that's really nice. Well, how do you feel about if there was money in the little, you know, prudent reserve or whatever, maybe the saying- petty cash? Yeah, petty, there it is. Petty cash. Why don't you buy yourself, here's a little money to buy yourself some lunch, right? With Yeah. I don't know. Like that, that would make it go away. If someone bought me. <laughs> that, I mean, that could, could, yeah, go ahead. possibly give him some money to buy the lunch. I mean, you could assume this person uh, went to law school, so they're poor now. Got to pay. Yeah. Got to pay for the tuition. <laughs> and their 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 attempt as a as a, as a paralegal. <laughs> Shit, that's a bad. <laughs> no, that's not good. Uh, I don't know how much more assholey I could get on top of that. Besides just firing him and calling him names. Listen, you're a fat ass. You're fired. That's mean. You could have bought him Joey pants and be like, you might only need to wear these on your way out. Maybe. Maybe. What about you, Chrissy? What's the the right way of going about this? Sounds tough. I don't even, honestly, I don't even know how to process this one because I feel like We'll give the benefit of the doubt. Gone. Okay. 
young person, we don't really know where they have come from. If they have come from a law firm, and I do know this from some bigger companies, they actually always do have food there for people to take. Yes. So if you're going under that premise of kind of ignorance is bliss was only at this very large law firm, food was always readily available. It doesn't make sense to most people, but because of the background of where they're coming from could make sense. So I would, first off, I would make sure that he actually did in fact eat all the sandwiches and that somebody isn't just trying to frame him and they were the one who did it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then ask why. And if, if I genuinely believe that they thought that like, oh, this is why I, you know, my last place that I worked, there was always food available. I didn't know, um, would kind of go through the steps of explaining. Well, the first clue would probably be that they were each individually wrapped and in different types of packages, meaning not from one place. This isn't how we do things here, you know? Let's, I'm going to call your real employer, let them know that this can't happen again. And then as a good HR person, I would replace the lunch for the employees whose lunch was stolen. Yeah. And I would make sure they had something to eat and notify them like, hey, we'll take care of it, our bad, buy them the lunch and make sure it doesn't happen again. That's nice of you. Exactly. You don't want to deal with hangry employees. One is not their fault. Like they shouldn't pick up the additional expense because- I mean, take it, take it a different way, right? Like if you're at work and somebody is driving a company car and they ruin your car, the company has to pay to fix it. Like it's the employee shouldn't be taking on the expense because somebody else made an error at work. Yeah. 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 That's true. That's a nice way, Chrissy. You're so nice. Yeah. I'm getting hungry. It is coming up on lunch. Well, for you, it definitely is. Yeah, I need to eat. I'm going to get hangry here in a second. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. <laughs> totally. So um, Tracy, we, we love having you on the show. Can you tell people a little bit about how to get a hold of you? Anything you want to talk about that you've got going on? Uh, yeah, well, everything is on my website, but I want to let you know I'm doing some Zoom shows like here and there. Like it's a little, I'm not going to lie to you ladies. It's a little tough with zoom because they don't want to unmute. So it's like, you don't hear any laughter. <laughs> you think you suck. And you're like, I hate myself. Oh, no. Let me go steal someone's lunch. You know what I mean? Like it's one of the, <laughs> but um, no, I, I play at flappers comedy club in Burbank and they put me on the zoom and then I have a big show on April 16th and they can email me for details. They didn't give out the zoom link yet. Cause we don't want to get zoom bombs um so i'm saying like you know i was having a big show on april 16th and you know i've been doing some corporate stuff where i you know know cindy and stuff like that and i've been doing some corporate stuff for some people and it's been really great like with the back wall by the way this is the back wall the ring lights i've been doing some corporate stuff and it's been really really good it makes you a little lazy it's like what i gotta go out now but whatever i'd be like i'm doing it but it is challenging the zoom calls but i'm starting to really get used to them i'm like unmute yourself unless you have a crying baby or a barking dog yeah you know the new type of heckling the barking dog (laughs) yeah look yeah Totally. You know, TracyEsposito.com or Tracy A. Esposito on Instagram. Let me know where you're at. You know what I mean? And I'll let you know when I have some comedy shows. And, I, you know, I'm going to add, you know, I should add that temp stuff in. And uh, 
and yeah. the roommates and the roommates stealing my olives. I had to call a meeting. You have her information, reach out to her, find her on Instagram, check out her website, join her April 16th, uh, zoom. Um, we all need a laugh right now. God. Help oh us. yeah. We definitely do. So, we yeah. Definitely do. Yeah. yeah. And we, you are funny. We appreciate you coming on our oh, show. Tracy. Ladies, you were great. Thank you so much for having me. And, um, I'll let you know, I'll be in touch. Awesome. All right. We'll see you later. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Have you ever even, first of all, have you ever eaten anyone's food in the fridge without them knowing? Have you ever thought about it? No, but I'm, I'm a weird person, right? Like I, I love friends and I, I'm like Joey, like I do not enjoy sharing food with anybody at any time. Like I look forward so much to like every bite on my plate that I would rather buy you your own food than let you have a bite of like my chocolate cake. Like it is very hard for me to share anything. So I think in like that matter of respect, like I don't think about taking someone else's if I look at it, I'm like, oh, that burrito looks really good. I'll just go buy the burrito. But I also don't trust anybody else's like food prep or how long has it been sitting there? Like right. I, I'm just too like germaphobia and like, ugh. You remind me of my little sister. <laughs> Not like in just in the way she is with food, because as you're saying that, all I can think of, if I want something for my sister's plate, I already know, like I already know. So I'll be like, hey, can I have a bite of that? And she will like, sort of be like you get the eyes first Mm -hmm. okay you know like if I were to ever reach across and touch her plate with my there's no way I would do that number one because I know her Uh but tell me if you do this but the opposite if she doesn't like the pickle on her plate she doesn't say a word to me she just lifts it and puts it on mine if I did that to her like no way if she, she wants something for my plate, she could take it with the fork. I wouldn't really say anything. If I did that to her, no way. Like there's, if I took her food, she would look at me like, like a wild animal. Kind of like, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. I have to, I'm going to have to ask people. I, I think I'm pretty good about if I don't like something, I'm like, oof, do you want this? Which is always like that when you're saying like, oh, this is terrible. Do you want it? Why would somebody else want something that like you're legitimately saying is terrible? So I think I'm more in that party of saying like, I don't like something and I'll give it. And then I'm trying to give away food that I basically just says tastes someone like. someone took a fork and try to take food no. from your, like, what about people close to you? No, nobody. Like, you knew, you can ask my husband. Like I, literally like I have to stop like the impetus to like stab people's hands with my (laughs) fork as it's like coming to my like I am the I'm the dog I am the dog that has food territory issues like god forbid I have donuts in the cabinet if I hear somebody open up the donut I'm like are you eating my donuts (laughs) what if someone went into a fridge in the workplace and took your food Oh, I would be like Tracy. I would be like, what the hell are you doing eating my food? You owe me a new sandwich. Here's exactly how it was made. Here's where you need to go and get it and do it now. Cause you've got 30 minutes before I lose my shit. And then would you actually walk up to someone and do all that in the office? I don't know. I think I'm tough, but I probably would just go back to my desk and talk shit under my breath and be bitter the whole day at him. 
because it's in a workplace yeah. like I really can't like I still want my job right like at some point my rational brain would come in but you wouldn't get fired for marching up to someone telling them you, you ate my freaking sandwich go buy me a new one as long as you didn't hit them <laughs> hit them in the face you're fine I don't know I'm sure there's some past co-workers that would have some great tales to how they think I would handle it because how we often think we behave is not necessarily how it's received by others. So I wonder what I would do. I, I have a knack about me. I'm really nice, really nice, really nice. This is in, in, in work, in my personal relationships with my kid, my family, but there is, there is, there are moments where I am not and it is very apparent and I'm quiet and calm and pointed. And when I'm like that, it's sort of like, oh shit. So I think, I think what I would do, if I knew who it was, I would probably just calmly walk in the office and sort of stand and stare for a second and then tell them, you ate my fucking sandwich. <laughs> you need to fix it. And literally just look, stare at, you need to fix it and just wait for them to stumble figure out the thing, whether it's tonight. Nope. I know you did it. And just wait. I wonder what, and then, then see what they would do. You're like the godfather. Like you would just come in with like that silent, like mm -hmm. I got yeah. nowhere to be. Yeah. And then that, you know, well, what are you going to do about it? And I think a lot of times I've actually done this. I said, it's your choice. You choose, you know? So either they're going to be like, I'm not going to do anything. Interesting choice. Oh my God. Just smile and walk away. Or I'll go buy you a sandwich. It's a good choice. <laughs> you make the your decision. You decide to do this. There's been every every once in a while. Every once in a while I've been like, even at work. Even at work, I've been like that, you know. I would be um, so afraid of you. Like if you came in, like if I accidentally, like say we both had a Togo sandwich and I accidentally ate yours. First off, opening it, I would realize and not eat it. But if for whatever reason, I'm not stressed and chaotic and I'm inhaling food and realize seven bites into it, I would probably go and try to find you and be like, oh my God, I ate your sandwich. This is what I have. Yeah. Take it or I'll buy you a new one, whatever. If I completely lost all of my senses and you came into my office and you were like, the choice is yours. I would be like, I don't want to find out what would happen if I don't. Like I would never trust any sandwich or food I left in there again because my brain would be like, she's going to spit in all of my food and then I'm never going to be able to. Yeah. Yeah. I, the intimidator. That's, that's the that new. That would be me. Yeah. Cause again, it, it, it's, a, it's like a, a quiet, there was a situation at work. I forgot what it was. Um, but I had, I had the same stance in a room full of people, all men. And it, I have something about payroll. I forget what it was, but I had the same attitude. And usually this is pointed at one specific person, right? And it, because this thing would happen and it wasn't, it was someone else. And I remember that one specific, specific person was like, thank God it isn't me this time. <laughs> He's thinking like, and I wasn't doing this on purpose. Now I would do it on purpose. And I was younger right. and wasn't doing this on purpose and being that intimidating. And then I, that's when I realized, I was like, oh, I scare people. <laughs> so now I'm just using my advantage. If I'm going to do that, it's like, I think I said this on a previous show. You know, I used to be nice about, can I talk to you? I swear nothing's wrong. Now I just change it to like, can I talk to you in my office? And just wait. 
so tired of people being like, what's wrong? I'm like, like nothing's wrong. Like, but if I say that, you still don't believe me. So I'm just going to go with the fun part. Anyways, that's what I would do. If, that, if someone ate it I, and I knew it was them and I knew it wasn't a mistake, if I knew it was not, I knew it wasn't a mistake, I would act like that. If I thought it was a mistake, I wouldn't act like that. Um, and I think if it's a mistake, someone would fix it. If it, it's not a mistake, it'd be more, way more interesting because they're probably going to deny it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like the kid that has the frosting all over their hands. Like, did you eat the cupcake? No. You sure? Right. No. Mm-hmm. Again, interesting choice. Interesting choice. I see you now. You're like, what's his bucket? Greg Fokker? Not Greg Fokker. Uh, Robert De Niro in the Fockers where he... Yeah, yeah. Like, just gives the eyes and you're like, all right. All right. I see you. I see you. Note to self. Never cross a sandwich, put a post-it note on that. You hungry? I like this. <laughs> like an M and then an F. You hungry? MF with a question mark. Just leave it there. You hungry? With your I like this sticker. I would never touch it. I'm seriously thinking about this HR school. This is happening. The calm the fuck down spray, the I like this sticker. We're on to something. Let's just keep it. It's the be the change. HR kit that you can buy on Etsy. Yeah, there's two items in this kit right now. It's growing. Yeah, we'll figure it out. What else? Hit us up with your suggestions on our social media. Totally, totally. Leilani and Chrissy will be back next week with more humor resources, sending you all positive vibes and wishing you a great week ahead. Don't forget to subscribe, share, rate, or review on your favorite podcast app. Follow at Be The Change HR for more fun HR content. Here's the stuff our lawyers want y'all to know. Are you having HR issues and need legal guidance? If so, you're in the wrong place. Be The Change HR is not a law firm and the participants of this podcast, who may or may not be lawyers, are simply expressing their views or opinions. All discussions on this podcast are purely for educational purposes and not meant to create any client relationship. If you need a lawyer, our best non-legal legal advice is to speak with a lawyer privately about your situation.